Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Creative Punjabis show with Jasmeet Narang. This podcast is being created as part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Have you ever been inspired by a TV show? I'm sure yes. But did you end up choosing a career from that inspiration? Our Creative Punjabis guest for today's episode is a runway model. She has worked with top brands such as Vivo, Samsung, Honda, Toyota and many more. She has also featured in many Punjabi songs along with Jazzy P, Amrit Man and Parmesh Verma to name a few. Please welcome Jaskirin Varaj joining us all the way from Los Angeles. Welcome to the Creative Punjabis show. I am super excited to have this conversation with you Jaskirin. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy you asked me to be a part of this. I'm I'm so excited. Well, uh, I just saw your story on Instagram and listeners, today Jaskiran has moved into her own new house and I believe this has happened after 9 years of hard work. I'm sure there are not many things this that Jaskiran will be sharing with all of us in our conversation today. And first of all, many congratulations Jaskiran. Perfect time to record this podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. um this is a perfect time i think so too to reflect on everything that i've you know kind of gone through to get where i am so i'm ready and happy to share yeah absolutely reflecting on what you have been through to achieve what you have and obviously this shouldn't stop here ongoing as far as yeah. i can go <laughs> yeah absolutely fingers crossed uh so let me start with the classic question uh when were you introduced Uh, to the world of modeling and modeling as a career option how did you even think about this as a career option well some people you know don't know what they want to do until they go to school and figure it out when i was very young let i'm talking maybe even 10 11 12 years old i was in front of the mirror doing poses i was watching every sunday i'd watch america's next top model on tv i was just always very fascinated by how how much fun it looked like and how cool that job must be so i was always fascinated by it always wanted to do it um it didn't become a career option until i was much older um 18 19 years old is when i had my first actual modeling job oh wow so your real inspiration actually came from watching america's top model tv show that was the biggest one i i have seen every single episode that was ever made well wow, that's amazing and you also participated in beauty pageants in fact you won miss laguna beach and you were in top 3 for miss california in 2017 so how did you prepare for these pageants if you can share with us well when i heard of the competition miss california i put all my eggs into the basket and i thought you know this is the chance why not give it a shot um i've worked so hard on my body on my mind on my my career that i should give it a shot so i just signed up and i i did everything that i could to prepare and i just gave it my best shot and i'm very proud of how far i got yeah definitely uh but just kidding in most south asian countries modeling as a full time profession is still not accepted by parents did you had any hard time convincing your parents or were they fine Yeah, you know, it it was difficult in the beginning getting them to see this is what I wanted to do and why because I think there's a lot of stigma around modeling that it's not a serious 
job or it's not, you know, a good enough profession to pay your own bills and support yourself. But once I got into it and they started seeing the caliber of work that I was able to get, um, they came around and now they're so very proud and they are the first ones to get excited when I get a new job. Amazing. Uh, let's talk about your first experience as a runway model. I'm taking you nine years back. Uh, what were you exactly feeling when you walked for the very first time? How do you feel in that moment when like everyone has eyes on the ramp, all attention towards the model who is walking on the runway and, you know, flashlights, camera? I'm sitting here smiling because I can recall that day so perfectly well, better than any other day in my life. Um, I was walking for a Indian designer named Vikram Fadnis. He had come to California and he was doing a runway and there were huge celebrities there. Um, the Sonam Kapoor was there, Jay Sean was there, and this was my very first runway. I was so nervous. And at the very last moment, the designer decided that he wanted me to be opening the show, which means the first model onto the runway which is just terrifying because, you know, you have all the attention. Um, my heart was beating so fast. I felt like I was going to throw up. <laughs> um, the cue was a song that started to play. And I remember when it started, I hesitated for a moment when I heard my cue just because I was so nervous. Uh, when I got on the runway, I tried to keep a straight face, but I remember some of my friends were in the crowd, so they cheered really loud for me and ended up smiling which I wasn't supposed to do, but I brung it back and I did my walk. And when I got off stage, I, I didn't even remember doing it because it was such a moment of adrenaline and just pure happiness. Yeah. Uh, thanks for sharing this moment with us. Uh, I'm going to ask, like, Jaskin, how hard is this profession and how much hard work did it require? Because initially it might be an excitement to walk on a runway but at a later stage you might have realized this is a serious profession and if you want to excel here you need to follow certain standards i'm so very glad you asked me this question just me because it's very difficult to kind of get your point across with most people because they don't think it requires a lot of work when you see it from the outside you see yep. just you know a woman who's dressed in nice clothes standing taking pictures but what people don't see, what I, I'm very happy and wanting to share with the world, is that there are times where we have to, you know, like when you go to the flea market, haggle your own prices, where you have to do free work in order to get connected to the right people, where you have to, my taxes are so complicated and I'm still learning how to do them because I have to do my own accounting. I have to keep track of how much I spend on, you know, um, expenses that are due to do with my job, be it, you know, driving to auditions, be it, you know, uh, facials, clothing, whatever it is, all these things I have to keep track of. I'm basically a one-man machine. I'm running my own business, my own taxes, my communication, my own, you know, TLC, everything I have to take care of. So it's, it's very challenging. And sometimes you feel like you need an assistant, but, you know, what do you do? You have to handle it on your own and it's not a regular nine to five. Sometimes it's 12 hour work days. I've gotten off of a six hour plane ride and gone straight to a 12 hour shoot and then to a second shoot just two hours later. It's absolutely exhausting. 
So it's, it's, it's hard work. It's very rewarding, but it's hard work. Uh, that's quite a busy schedule. And thanks for sharing this in detail. Uh, definitely, we as an audience may not see this, but lot many things that are happening in life of a model. Uh, and I'm just thinking while the event or the shoot happens in that short duration, but each day a model has to work harder, whether it's body or any day-to-day -day activities preparing for that shoot day or that fashion show event. That level of preparation is a whole nother conversation because it requires dieting or requires working out six days a week. There are so many foods that I cannot eat um, yeah. because I a certain size that's probably one of the most difficult parts of all of this yeah it is uh just kidding i was going through your facebook post and i'm just reading you posted uh, in 2017 as an indian woman i have been taught to hide sensuality while male counterparts get comfortable with theirs because if i do i become impure it's 2022 has anything changed you know, I feel like it has changed and it hasn't. I feel like my mentality around things has changed. The world has not. Um, before, I used to care that these people saw me this way. If I shared something about my sensuality, they saw me as impure. Now, it's I've kind of come to the point where if my parents support me, if my family supports me, who is anyone else to say anything? So Absolutely. now... I I am very happy and I'm very proud. If my mom is proud of me, I am proud of me. So she, in fact, there are some things that I don't post. And she's like, no, no, do it. Why not? And because they are so proud of me. So I have nothing to fear anymore. So um, I think the world still sees me that way and sees other Indian models that way. But things will change. They are changing very slowly. But I'm more content now. Yeah, I'm I'm sure things will change definitely and also support of family is what anyone needs at the end of the day. Right. Uh, I would want to ask and understand what are some of the misconceptions around modeling industry and I think some part you have already answered in previous questions but are there any misconceptions that you want to highlight? Um, I think one of the biggest ones is that it's not hard work uh, and... Mm -hmm. Another, which is a little uncomfortable to talk about, but it's the elephant in the room, kind of. It's that models are seen as being, you know, a lot of young women and men question why we do the work that we do and how we get the work that we get, how we get the opportunities that we get. And they don't understand it's it's all about networking. It's all about being kind to people. It's all about, you know, just just being in the right rooms. It's And it's all because of hard work and nothing else so it's important to you know remind people that it's it's a legitimate profession it is a very difficult profession so it's um it's not just always fun and games in fact most of the time it isn't fun and games true that and thanks for sharing that in detail one of my observation uh, is like the chemistry of a model with the camera is unmatchable in fact your chemistry with the camera is also great if I would ask, how has your chemistry with camera evolved in these nine years? It's evolved quite a bit, actually, from when I first started to now. Um, in the beginning, you know, you're always nervous. You're not unsure. I think it comes with time. Um, gaining the confidence has definitely helped me engage with the camera more. Being more confident with myself, you know, after modeling shoots, getting to see the pictures, 
getting to improve after seeing the pictures. Um, that's a big part of it. So it's just time, experience, and then, and then you kind of have to think of it more than modeling. You have to play a character. Do they want yeah. someone who's mean? Do they want someone who's sexy? Do they want someone who's happy? So you have to really hone into that character. And I think that's what takes the pictures to another level. Don't just smile or stand there. Every woman is beautiful, but you have to play a certain role. You have to be able to change. If you're smiling, is it a, a sweet smile or is it conniving an evil smile? It's, it's learning and mastering those facial expressions and knowing what to bring and when. Oh, wow. That's a very cool hack. And I think uh, everyone should try. At least I'm going to try. Listen to music and pose. In fact, everyone is uh, trying. Reels is what people do. Uh, listen music and then pose. But uh, honestly, you mentioned very important point. Being in that character. So what is your creative process that you follow once you get a brief from any client before the shoot or from a designer before a fashion show event? Well, when it comes to, I think, understanding the character, what kind of vibe the client wants, it's all about asking questions. Don't be worried about asking too many questions. It's never enough because someone can have a completely different picture in their mind and that's why they've hired you. But yours right. might be different. So you have to keep asking, keep asking. And what I like to do, forget before, we'll talk about that in a second. But during the photo shoot, I like to reassure everyone on the shoot, uh, please let me know if something's great. Let me know it's great. If it's not working, please feel free and open to say it. I'm not going to be offended. I want you to get what you need here. And so that also gives the client and the photographer a little bit more comfort to tell me which direction they want me to go in. I find that communication really helps. Um, as for before the photo shoot, I like to kind of clear my mind and leave my own personal life behind because you really have to turn everything on and be in your best mood. Um, for me, that involves listening to some really good music on the way or just having a moment of you know mental quietness to prepare, to leave everything else behind and just focus on the work at hand. I can also relate to this and in fact many people find inspiration from music. So I think this is true in your case as well. That is, oh, that is. Um, yeah. And it depends what character I'm going into, I'll listen to different types of music. If I have to be mean, I might listen to rock. If I have to be happy, I might listen to R&B. All, it all depends. Well, I'm curious to see tracks in your playlist. So I'm going to get the, this playlist from you after our episode recording. So Perfect. Um, Tell us what is happening backstage. Uh, I've seen a couple of videos like five, six people working on you to get ready at the same time. So how is this environment backstage when a major fashion show is happening? You know, it's it's you asking me this question put a smile on my face because just made me realize some of the things that I take for granted. Some people find so like, you know, they've never experienced it and they want to know. So I'm going to be happy to share and I will do more often on my stories. but. It's it's really not as glamorous as it all looks on the outside. It's a lot of people moving very quickly. Um, there are a lot of hands on you at the same time. You could be taking off your shoes and there's someone already unpinning your necklace or, you know, pulling off your gloves or messing with your hair. So it's not like you standing there and people are pampering you and getting you ready. It's more like people are pulling at you from every direction, trying to get you ready. And it's the most intense when it's a runway because they obviously have so many looks and only a certain amount of models. 
And you, as soon as you get off the stage, you're doing this soft, sultry walk. As soon as you go behind the curtain, you're running. You, your shoes are in your hand and you're running to the next station. You're getting changed. So it's, it's very hectic. It's fun, but it's hectic and very stressful. Thanks for giving us a glimpse on what's happening backstage. But if I may ask, like, what's your chemistry with the hair dryer? Oh, <laughs> well, yes, it's they, they usually use it to give you a little bit of wind in your hair to try and make it look a little bit more sexy. So so I I can't even count how many times they've done that. That being said, also for the hair, my goodness, I can't count how many times my hair has been styled, burned, curled, straightened. So it's it's been a it's been a journey. Yeah, uh, quite interesting. And uh... What's going in your mind while you are doing a photo shoot or a runway? And I think most people have noticed this, like all these events have music playing in the background, whether it's a shoot or a runway event. So do you sync with the music? What's your mindset when you're doing such events? With photo shoots, it's different because photo shoots are a little bit more, you know, they're slower paced. So you can kind of do your thing there. But with a runway... I find that I kind of like to go blank and I don't want to think about the audience looking at me. I don't want to think about the outfit I'm wearing. I want to just go blank and feel the music and walk. If you could just keep your face straight and just kind of hone in on what you're there to do, just walk there, walk back, just focus and concentrate. I find it kind of takes away my nerves. Because if I start thinking about anything else, I start to get nervous. But honestly, there are many incidents that have happened in the past. So do you hear designers telling you before the walk, like, don't fall, don't fall? Uh, I remember during Miss California, I wore the biggest heels I've ever worn in my life. Only then I was saying to myself, don't fall, don't fall. But I find that happens backstage. But as soon as you're right about to step on stage, even that thought you need to throw out of your head. Because if you're thinking it the entire time you're walking, you're thinking it still. You need to just walk with confidence and not let it show that you're nervous. And just, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Don't worry about it once you're on stage. Just let it go. Yes, and uh, I think that's what anyone should do. So now that we know modeling is a hard profession, one question that comes up is, how do you keep your body in shape? Because that's the basic that anyone would expect from a model to be in shape, right? And is there any workout routine or any kind of a diet plan you follow? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's probably the strictest part of this profession is the diet and the workouts. So I work out six days a week. The seventh day, I still go to the gym, but it's mostly for stretching and, you know, recovering. But that six days a week commitment is huge. Um, and I'm sure everyone listening and even yourself will, can attest to the fact that it's just hard to pull time out of your day for the gym, even if, it, if, even if you have time. Um, so it's, that's been difficult. And I think even harder than the gym is the diet. Um, I periodically go on, I wouldn't call them diets, more healthy eating kind of waves because normally we I like to drink wine I like to have burgers I like to have fried foods breads and all that so that's a regular diet I call that my regular diet but there'll be weeks at a time where I'll go back to eating healthy where it'll be you know 
when I say healthy, I mean absolutely no carbs. For weeks at a time, for months at a time, I'll eat nothing but vegetables and chicken. Um, and that's nothing but vegetables and chicken. It gets very boring. For someone who likes food, it's very, very boring. You don't look forward to eating anymore. It's not a fun activity. It's just something you have to do. So it's it's difficult. It's very difficult. Well, uh, do you miss Indian food? I do. And that's why I don't deny myself anymore. I I have the Indian food and then I work out twice as hard the next day. You can't have it every day, but you can have it once a yeah. week. It's okay. Well, I must say I'm getting a lot of inspiration from you. Oh, good. Good. Uh, luckily, I don't have to lose weight. But irrespective of the profession we are, uh, one must have the right eating habits. And I think it's fine eating whatever you love. Uh, if you're working uh, twice as hard to burn that. And I definitely need to work on that uh, this year. So, Let me tell you this. I had been working out for years before I hired a trainer who told me how to do it properly and nothing had changed. I would spend hours at the gym and nothing changed. It's all about the diet. And I never believed it until I saw it. Uh, I might need the number of your trainer. So now I have to take playlist and the number of trainer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so you have worked with a lot of brands and then a lot of obviously done photo shoot for clients. So have you been able to decode like what works for most of the brands? Is there any kind of a standard in terms of height, weight, looks uh, or it varies from brand to brand? And the reason I'm asking this because anyone who aspires to enter this field would have this question okay you have talked about looks you have talked about diet and what should be my goal you know just me hearing that question i'm just wishing that i had listened to your podcast years ago and had someone giving advice to me <laughs> but to any any young man woman a person out there who's listening it's honestly this is the best time this is the best time there's ever been in the history of modeling to get into it, no matter what kind of size you are. Because I hate to say it, and it sounds horrible, but diversity is in fashion right now. Diversity yeah. is in right now. So agencies and clients are looking for people of literally all sizes, shapes, heights, colors, skins, whatever, disabilities, or it doesn't matter. They're looking for everyone. So anything that makes you different, you don't have to be the size zero anymore. You don't have to be the size two. Um, even for myself, I'm considered a very diverse model, um, which I found surprising when I entered the industry because I thought I was fitting the sizes and the height and all that. But no, it's the regular models that have been um, signed year to year have been the tall white blondes. It now is the time to enter. You have green hair, black hair, brown hair. It's time. It's no matter what size you are, just be confident in yourself. That's the only advice I can give you. Be confident when you walk into that casting room because that's all they're looking for. They're not looking for your size. They're not looking for your height. They're looking for your confidence. And if you can sell yourself well enough, you can be a model because then they'll know you have the confidence to show up to that client that they send you to and say, yeah, I can sell your brand. Got it. And I completely agree. Confidence is definitely one of the key. Whatever shape size you are, you need to be confident in yourself. 
You can change your appearance with surgeries. You mm. can go to the gym. You cannot buy confidence. Absolutely. I'm going to ask you one more question that is somehow related to this. Uh, some people have this thought in their mind, like we are not blessed with the model looks. We don't have that style. Can anyone be trained? Uh, what do you think? To be honest with you, I, I do feel that it's 80% something that comes naturally. Just because it requires a lot of, I mean, the genetics come to play these days. And, you know, what these days things are changing. But if they're changing very slowly. So it's, it's, it's a lot about what talent you already have. Sometimes that confidence can't be taught. You have to just have it. That being said, I said only 80%. You can be trained. You can work on yourself and find the confidence within yourself. You can go to the gym and work hard in the gym and become a better model than anyone could have ever imagined. It's, I feel like it's all about luck and chance as well as hard work. It's, it's a bit of both. So you really, you have to put in the work and be ready, but it's also about the right opportunities and the right time. There is training that can be done to make you a better model 200%. It could be workout training, it could be mental training, it could be all sorts of training. But at the end of the day, it comes to the confidence that you're, you have internally of yourself. It comes down to um, how hard you're willing to work and that's also something that can be trained into you. Thanks for detailing this, Jaskiran. And I'm sure this will help many aspiring models who had all these questions in their mind and maybe that, that's what was stopping them to try. Yeah. So let's talk about your uh, work that you have been doing in the Punjabi music industry. And I think you have featured in five to six songs, uh, Punjabi songs, and a uh, couple of them you have uh, uh, recently shot. How has your experience so far, uh, as far as Punjabi music industry is concerned? There's been quite a few, actually. I, I can't count um, at the moment, but there's there's been a fair few. Um, one was actually released today. I had one with Jazzy B and, oh. uh, that was, yeah, yeah. Take a look when you get a chance. It came out this yeah. morning. So, um, I mean, it's, it's been surreal, uh, to tell you the truth. I remember listening to Jazzy B when I was 14 and in my mom's car going to school. So it, yeah. it's incredible. And I find it very kind of fulfilling, um, the Western work is obviously is what pays my bills and what keeps me going. But the Indian work, you know, whenever I can get it is just really, really fulfilling because then I feel seen by my own community and I'm working with artists that I grew up listening to and uh, new artists that are still coming into, you know, the limelight. So it's, I love, love, love working on anything Punjabi and I'm fluent in Punjabi. So so it's like, it's very fulfilling to be able to share that side of myself because usually all that people see is, you know, the smile, the English, the, I want to be able to wear a suit and speak in Punjabi and just be around my own people. So I love it. So next time, whenever you come to India, we'll do this in person and we'll have all the conversation in Punjabi. That's my promise. Oh, amazing. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that so much. And you have relatives based out of India. What was their reaction when they saw you featuring in a Punjabi song for the very first time? 
do you recall so i'll be honest with you because i i really want to break the standards and i don't want to play that game where it's you know everything was great i want to be completely honest and so in the beginning when i started modeling with my family in india it was difficult you know modeling sometimes i'm fully clothed sometimes i'm wearing bikini so it's hard to you know it was hard for them and some of them had to you know for their own mental health unfollow me on instagram or not look at my stuff but when i started getting the indian work they became so proud i remember i visited india for one of my cousin's weddings and we were walking down the road on the way to the tailor to get our suits tailored for the wedding and all of a sudden we heard bismillah which was a song i did with um, a very popular indian artist uh, playing and i thought someone one of my family members was joking with me so i turned around thinking where's the song coming from it was just someone driving on the road listening to it and at that moment my family members understood the degree of what kind of people i was working with and how connected i was becoming and at that point they became so proud so at that point they started accepting not only the indian work but they welcomed even the other western work they're like if this is if this is taking you to such heights and bringing us such pride that people are playing your songs on the street that we we want to support this absolutely and i am sure that feeling can't be expressed in words yeah i cry I- <laughs> and i'm sure this is just the start and hoping to see you in many more songs that are going to come in this year and i'm sure everyone is going to enjoy each one of them especially me so you have uh, done modeling you have featured in punjabi songs but maybe after some time uh, as an artist you want to experiment something new do you want to try acting and is there any dream project you want to work or artist that you want to collaborate going forward um i've been dabbling into acting actually a little bit since i posted that so i've been trying my luck the only problem is i want to make sure whatever i do um is legitimate because i've been made a fool a few times with you know um i won't take names but i'm sure anyone listening would with enough research could figure it out there's an uh bollywood um actor right now who's who has an ongoing case because of what he what kind of films he was producing and things like that and you know it's it's just difficult i was involved in that also and it's just now scary because you never know who's legitimate and this was a very big bollywood actor or his wife is a very big bollywood actress that i grew up watching so it's scary so i'm very hesitant to get into um bollywood because i know that it it is very corrupt um and it is hard to get into but that being said i've started to make friends with the right people so i've done a few few different um auditions and even a few small jobs i the last audition i did was to be um the heroine for tiger shroff which was huge i didn't get the role which is fine but i was just so proud that someone considered me to be even auditioning for the role so i'm sure it's just around the corner i'm just waiting for the right opportunity will i must tell you that the right script will find you and you will not know how that came but when it has to happen it's it will happen yeah i'm not sure if you're aware but something like that happened just 3 days ago i was sitting in my old place before moving into this apartment and uh, i got a call saying um there's a very popular indian singer his name is puresh verma Yeah. and uh, the model got sick and i got the call hey we're filming in la we need you to be here in 3 hours i was there and it happened 
So it's all about right place, right time. Yeah, absolutely agree. And if I were to ask, like, what are the top qualities one must have to ace his or her career in modeling? That's a very political question, Tash. <laughs> um, first of all, in terms of qualities, I think it takes, obviously, obviously, unfortunately, I hate to say this, but it is true. You have to be born with certain genetics. It just is what it is. Um, or very rich parents. It's either you're going to look a certain way or you're going to make yourself look a certain way. And now because diversity is in, it's becoming easier for people like myself, people like day-to-day -day people to get in into this kind of industry. But other than that, I would say qualities. You have to be a people person. You have to be a people pleaser even. I feel like you have to be able to get along with whoever is hiring you. So it could be a client who's, you know, a 40-year-old white man, or it could be a client who's someone who's in the LGBT community and is super loud and proud. Like, you have to be able to kind of mold yourself to fit into any situation because you never know which situation you're going to end up in. That's quality number one. Quality number two, I'd say, is just, um, it's very similar to the first one. It's knowing how to play the field. You kind of just have to know what to say and what's going to, Unfortunately, what's going to get the right response out of the person you're speaking to? It's very much a people's game. It's not just standing in front of the camera. It's learning how to communicate. It's learning how to say what you need to say there without going against your morals, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do understand. And I'm glad you share, uh, shared all this with us. I'd like to share something if we have some time. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead. There have been a lot of times where I've been on set and I, again, to try and keep this interview as or this conversation as real as possible for anyone listening and thinking about getting into this industry. There have been countless amounts of times where I've been put in an uncomfortable situation and I could either tell the person to, you know, F off and leave me alone. But I knew that would do nothing for my career and it would be, you know, I would never get they would badmouth me. They would, you know, do whatever they needed to do. So I didn't go against my morals, but I would say, you know what, let's agree to disagree. So that takes a little bit of ego to be able to do. Whether it's an artist who has taken a liking to you and you have to put them in their place, or whether it's, you know, someone on set pushing your boundaries where they shouldn't be pushed, it's important to be able to learn how to communicate properly. So you're not coming off as mean, but you're also getting what you need and not having to cross any of your own boundaries got it and i think uh we wouldn't have known if you haven't shared this with us and i really want to thank you for sharing this and making this conversation as much real as possible yeah I'm on set with young women who have been asked to stay in a hotel room and when they get there the the production gets two keys and uh, this young woman spoke to me and I told her, no, tell them at the front desk, you don't need two keys. Only one key will be given out for that room and it's yours. And if you come across as yelling at them and telling them, what is this? Why are there two keys? Then it's going to be weird. But you make your word known, you let them know in the hotel, in front of the club. You know, it usually happens on Indian sets, unfortunately. Um, I remember flying to Chicago one time for a set. And when I got to the hotel room, they asked for two keys. 
You have to make it sure. You have to make it known. You have to be polite, but let them know. Nope, only one. Good night. Thank you very much. I'll see you for work in the morning. So it's things like that that you have to be able to be strong and know how to handle yourself. I think all these are very valuable pieces of information for anyone who is aspiring to become a model and is listening to this podcast. And especially coming from you, has been through all this struggle and been in industry for a while. So you all know what our challenges can come and also how to handle these challenges. I want any young woman listening to feel like she has the power to say, don't worry about losing the job. Don't worry about losing the client or upsetting anyone. Make sure you're comfortable there because if you are not, don't take the work. Yeah, definitely agree. One needs to be comfortable first. So, uh, Jaskiran, we are moving towards the end of our conversation and I'm going to ask you a few questions and you need to answer them either in one liner or one word. Okay. <laughs> Your favorite brand for makeup? Oof. Uh, I, well, I have to say Mac because I get a 30% discount for being a model. So, it's going to be Mac. <laughs> okay. It's nice. And what about favorite brands for clothes? You know, I love a good sale. I'm a big shopper at Ross, TJ Maxx, places like that. But if I'm going branded, then I'll go um, Aritzia. Okay. And your favorite perfume brand? Um, I like, it's called Light Blue by Dolce & Gabbana. It, it smells great on men and women and it's very fresh. I love it. Okay. And your favorite fashion show that you like to watch whenever you get time? Well, the one that Rihanna just did on Netflix was amazing for Fenty. That was incredible. I've seen both parts and I've rewatched them as well. So that's my favorite right now. Okay. And uh, since you have uh, moved to a new home, uh, how would your closet look like uh, once you have settled all this stuff? You know, I'm so happy you asked me that question because as a young girl, when I was maybe 11, 12 years old, I used to see my family with a walk-in closet and think, you know, when I get married, I'm going to have one too. When I have a family, I'm going to have a walk-in closet. And today God gifted me with enough to buy my own. So <laughs> for the very first time, I have a walk-in closet as of yesterday. And it is being filled up slowly. Um, and I can't wait to just make it look pretty and display my shoes in one place, clothes in one place. I want to just make it a happy place. Okay. And is there anything that you're obsessed with uh, in terms of uh, collecting any stuff like perfumes, handbags or anything else? This is so very weird and I, I don't wear them that often. I only wear them in the gym, but I love to collect baseball hats. Quite interesting. It's weird because most women like shoes or clothes. I like baseball hats. <laughs> I'm wearing okay. one now, actually. Well, I don't think you have shared this on social media yet. Oh, just me. I already have a picture in my phone that I'm going to post. It's funny that you say that because I, as soon as this conversation's over, I'm going to post it. Oh, God. Thanks. <laughs> wow. Okay. You called so, it. Yeah. So this one is a little tricky. Uh, if you were to go back in time and you were to tell something to the younger Jaskiran, what would you tell? Oh, that's a loaded question. I would say... I would want to have gotten here a lot faster because this is a, an age game. And so modeling doesn't last forever. I'm yep. 27 now. And I see s still a few years ahead of me because some of my favorite models are in their 30s. Um, but going back to the old just good, and I would say don't hesitate. 
don't, if you know you want to do something, don't think about it for two, three years. Don't think about what will the family think. Don't think about how will I make it happen. Just do it. You're, you're going to do it eventually. So stop thinking about it. Just do it sooner. Make your mistakes faster. L learn your lessons faster. Get to the point where you want to be faster. Get to this apartment where you're sitting in two years earlier because you weren't afraid to act. So just, just follow your heart faster. Don't hesitate as much is what I would tell her. Got it. If I were to ask like one person who has inspired you, who would be that person? I know everyone says their mother, but I have to say the same. And I'm not worried about sounding cliche because my reasoning is completely different. It's not because she was my mother that she inspired me. It was because she had such a different experience from mine, but she still wanted me to have my own. She knew that the family would tell her, don't let your daughter get into this. And they still do to this day. Don't let her do this. Don't live on, let her live on her own in LA. But my mom says, you know what, just get in. I didn't get to do what I wanted. And I understand that women are even more powerful than men. So you go, you live your life. Don't worry about what anyone's saying. You go. And so I know that if my mom didn't feel that powerful, didn't behave that way with her family, that I would have never gotten the opportunities that I have today. So I'm so thankful to this woman to have given me the life, uh, given me the opportunity to explore my life and not get, you know, tied down. You know how it is in Indian community. Yeah. They want you to get married, have kids, start a life. My mom has given me the power to break that cycle. So she's my hero. I'm sitting there with kids and sitting somewhere in someone else's house right now. Instead, I'm sitting in my own apartment doing what I love to do. So from the bottom of my heart, I would want to thank her if in case he is listening to this uh, podcast. She's my biggest fan. She's going to listen to it before even I do. Okay, sure. And the last one for this episode, uh, what's the one valuable piece of advice if you can give to all the listeners of Creative Punjabi show? I would say the best piece of advice I can give you that I've learned on my journey is stop living life for other people. Stop don't get married to that one person because your family says so. Don't do that career or that line of work because your family says so. Because I promise you, you love them and they, you care about them and they care about you. But you're the one that has to live your life, not them. You're the one that has to wake up in that profession every day. You're the one that has to wake up next to that person every day. Be happy with the decisions you make regardless of who's pressuring you. And if they really do love you, they will be happy and understand why you made the decisions you made. Even if they don't talk to you for a while, take their advice and understand they're smart and they know what's good. But at the end of the day, take that on board and make a well-informed guided decision that makes you happy. Because at the end of the night, you have to live with your decisions. They don't. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. So I must tell you, I have enjoyed, learned a lot from our conversation today and I'm sure tons of learning for our listeners as well. I'm so glad we recorded this episode and honestly, I never thought this episode would have so many powerful insights. I'm so happy you gave me the chance to share and I'm so happy you said what you just said that, you know, this is completely different from what you thought it was going to be. And I hope anyone listening gets some insight as it's, it's 
difficult and it's hard and it's a profession and I, I thank you for letting me share that. Anytime. In fact, that's the idea behind the Creative Punjabis show. Thank you so much for your time today, Jaskiran. Pleasure was all mine. <laughs> In case you're not following us yet, do follow us on Spotify and Instagram at the rate Creative Punjabis. You can also rate us on Spotify. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week with another Creative Punjabi.